Good evening, good evening, good evening. Good night, batard, boom dia. Wherever you guys are in the world today, we have listeners from all over the world listening to our podcasts here on Pama Talk Radio. Um, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Every hour on the hour, you will get a wonderful podcast that um, has been curated just for you. So you can find something that interests you. Um, We have a lot of great choices. I have to say, honestly, tonight, first, welcome Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Friday. Yay, we made it. Are we barely standing or are we jumping for joy that it's Friday? Do we have enough energy for Saturday? Are we ready for the weekend? Here in California, it's been stormy and rainy. The perfect weather for cozy clothes, being at home with the family, the hubby, the bestie sometimes, my parents, um, and watching movies and eating popcorn and um, just doing nothing. I love those weekends. I love, love, love those weekends. Hope you guys are having one of those amazing weekends. Um... You're listening to Faith Ignited, live on Palma Talk, 6 p.m. every Friday night. You'll get a new episode, and then after that, if you want to hear the replay, which is what is great about our podcast, is that you can catch them at several different times like I said, every hour. My time slot is from Saturday to Wednesday, 2 a.m., 10 a.m., 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Palma Talk Radio. How have you guys been? How's your week? I always look forward to this time of the day where I get to come and talk to you guys, share a little hope, share a little inspiration, share a little about myself um, and be vulnerable and be completely myself. Um, My spiritual side, um, which is really important to me. Uh, My spiritual journey, which is extremely important to me. I've been on this walk with Christ for a long time, but specifically the past um, three years, four years, four years of getting a group of like-minded people, sometimes live up to 500, I'm sorry, 300 people um, praying for one another. It's a beautiful thing. Um, Sundays on my mom's channel. If you know, you know. If you don't, ask me about it. Um, But we're here to talk about Faith Ignited, 
Do we need to ignite our faith this weekend or this week coming up? I had a request to go back to doing the astrology and having a story as well, but that the astrology part of it was missed. So for you, my friend, that asked about the astrology and said that you missed yours, I'm going to do what's coming up for you on the week ahead. I'm going to go through all the signs um, and we'll see what we have, what the universe has in store for us. This is for all the Aquariuses out there. It says, is a piece of chocolate cake healthier for you than a bowl of broccoli? That might seem like a trick question, but it's not that complicated. In fact, there really can be different answer. Even if you normally consume a nutritious diet, if you are experiencing a particularly foul day, and seeking an emotional booster, that piece of cake could make you feel considerably better than the broccoli. Eat the cake. Eat the cake. Sometimes indulgence is necessary. If you feel in need of some comfort today, do something indulgent for yourself and don't feel guilty about it. Happy birthday to my bestie who's an Aquarius. Bestie, if you're listening, I love you. And it's your birthday week. Her birthday is January 30th. Happy birthday week, bestie. That's for you and all the Aquariuses out there. All right, guys, moving into Pisces, February 19th to March 20th. You've got something important coming up soon and you will have to pour a lot of yourself into it. Maybe it isn't a huge in the big scheme of things, but it is important to you. Despite this, you may still be... I had to change the music up there, guys. So, sometimes you just don't know how to say no. If ever there was a time to say no, though... This is it, Pisces. If you have a priority that has to come first, if it doesn't, you'll wind up stressed out in an emotional wreck. Focus on what is most important to you right now. Aries. Someone around you may be pretending to be more of an authority figure or expert than they actually are. You may be depending on this person because you think they know more than you do. You may soon start to see little slip-ups that will give this person's secret away. But don't get too upset, Aries. All this time, you thought you were the one who knew less. But you might turn out to be the one who knows more than anyone. If you don't give up, you can lead the way to success. 
that's all you, baby. That's all you, baby. I say that to my husband. He's an Aries. That really sounded like it was for him. Torres, someone you care about deeply may have wounded you with words they said to you recently. In childhood, you may have sung the line, sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. As an adult, though, you know that this isn't always true. Take solace in this time, though. Sometimes a person's unkindness comes from their own experiences and insecurities and can be directed more to themselves than to the person that they are aiming at. If you are hurt, it means you care. Keep caring and you'll soon see that there is more love than there is to anger. Amen. All right, Geminis. It is easy to look at someone who was born with a silver spoon in their mouth and assume that they're pretty easy. Their life was pretty easy, excuse me. We might think that someone like that has all the advantages. If they need a resource, it turns up. If they need an education, it will be provided for them. But even though someone who seems to have it all has a lot of problems too. And in fact, Gemini, one of their biggest problems might be that they had it all. That comes with its own set of challenges, I promise. Today, you may work with someone who seems to have such an advantage. Try to view that person through compassionate eyes. Amen. All right, Cancers, Chelsea and Mom. Someone you may have to deal with today might not want to cooperate. Maybe they aren't being difficult exactly, but they aren't doing their best to make things go smooth as possible. For example, maybe this person wants to joke around or debate topics that aren't related to what needs to be done. In other words, they are not as useful at best and annoying at worst. If you get annoyed though, it will only hold you back even longer. You're encouraged to just keep doing what needs to be done rather than giving too much of your energy to the annoyance that will change your dynamic completely wow amen amen leos an opportunity that is being presented to you may ring a bell it might be very much like a chance you missed long ago this time though, you are more prepared to follow through. Take some time today to revisit the moment in the past and to try and recall how you felt, why you missed the chance back then and what you need to do differently now. It's like being gifted with the chance to travel back in time 
to learn something very important, something that will make your present effort count. How true, true. Virgos, someone in your life just loves to complain. (laughs) Or at least it seems that way. It's okay most of the time because this person brings other qualities to the relationship that they do value. And at other times, however, it can be quite irritating. You might even suspect that this person had nothing to complain about. They would complain about that. Today, you may be relying on this person to be fully present to help you out with someone. Try to ignore any complaints and just demonstrate your good ethics by following through on what you have to do. They might catch on without complaining. Wow. Libras. You started out feeling very optimistic about the rather daunting challenge that you are facing now. Whether this is connected to your work or to a group you belong to, you knew all along that your efforts would be judged. That in itself could make a person nervous, but you rose to the occasion and you felt pretty confident. Recently, though, one or two mishaps or mistakes have left you feeling a bit shaken. That has nothing to do with this. Don't make that connection in your mind. Rekindle that feeling you had at first and go for it. Amen. Scorpios, my friends, if you take the time to just, to go just a little bit out of your way, dear Scorpio, you might be able to make a very important connection. That connection might not be obvious just yet, But if you have an inkling that you should say yes to the offer or invitation, then you must do so. That could be your intuition guiding you towards something that will have great value for you in the future. It might be a bit inconvenient, but if you have a good feeling, you should Go for it. Go for it, Scorpios. Sagittarius, can you give someone objective guidance without judging? Sagittarius, someone may come to you for advice and you may be more than willing to share what you know. However, if you do, You need to first make sure that your advice is not tainted by your own feelings about what they should be doing. 
rather than what is actually right for their own personal growth and goals, which may differ greatly from your own. It can be hard to separate that sometimes, especially when it's someone you care about, You need to trust that person's instinct for making their own choices for their own well-being. Sagittarius, I know a Sagittarius who needs to hear this so bad, so bad, so bad, so bad. Too bad he doesn't listen to my podcast, though. Or maybe he will. Only the universe knows that, right? God knows that, universe. Finally, with our Capricorns out there, repurposing has become a bit of a thing recently. There are many clever people who can find ways to give a second life to something that would otherwise be thrown out as trash. For example, You could use an old pool noodle as a wrist rest for your keyboard or turn an old bar cart into an interesting end table. You might have an idea that you have all but given up on. At the time you came up with it, it was relevant, but now It might be a bit dated. Today, do some brainstorming, dear Capricorn. You may be able to come up with a way to repurpose an old idea that you still love. Wow, great, great horoscopes for this episode on this week. If you heard your horoscope and you resonated, leave me a comment down below so I know that you guys like this. And uh, I don't think you can leave a comment down below here. Um, You can contact Palma Media or you can contact me. But let me know, guys, because that was some really powerful stuff. I felt some of those as I was reading them. I felt the sort of power behind the words got me a little shook over here um especially Sagittarius okay guys let's get into our story we're 20 minutes in so we have a good time amount for our story and let's get into it right now alright guys I want to introduce you to this story This story is titled, A New Way to Live, and it is written by um, interesting, PamaMillionGodStories.com, PamaMillionGodStories.com, that's interesting that Pama's in the name of that. I guess I'm supposed to be reading this. See, I take those things as signs, right? Like, do you guys ever... Do you guys ever... 
experience something like that and go, oh, okay, I get it, God. Like, I get what you want me to do. Like, there'll be signs, or there'll be... I remember one time my husband said, like, he was listening to... We listened to K-Love Radio, which is a Christian radio station. And they were having their annual... This was a couple years back. They were having their annual uh, drive, money drive. And my husband resisted for... They do this for, like, a good solid month, I think, every, you know, all day. And he said to God in his head, okay, God, if I hear one more song about, I forget what it was, then I'm going to call and make a monthly donation to this radio station. And sure enough, whatever song he wanted to hear started playing and he knew that was a sign <laughs> to go donate to the radio station. Um, I remember when my dad got diagnosed with stage four lung cancer, me and my husband and Natalia, which my best friend, Natalia, we were, had just left my parents' house and it was kind of a somber evening and we weren't going to cook dinner that night. So we were at a Taco Bell drive drive through and we had it on that same station Caleb and we usually know every song that comes on that station we've heard it we know it we sing it but on their new release days they had released a song that none of us had heard on the radio whether we weren't in our car or you know we weren't listening to Caleb but um, in the drive through lane, I was thinking about my dad and how I was angry with, with the world and angry with cancer and angry with the diagnosis and the... And in the drive through this song by Cody Carnes, I believe it is, starts playing. And he's talking about all the miracles that God can do. And in one line, he said, I make cancer disappear. And I think we all three had a moment of <gasps> that gasp of, <gasps> oh my God, that's for that's God saying your dad's going to be okay. Remember, I'm the God of the doctor of all doctors. Your father in heaven. I can make cancer disappear. And in that moment, I realized that we are on God's time. There's nothing we can do to prevent someone from passing away or getting sick. Or, you know, people like to blame God for a lot of things. Well, God let that happen to me. Well, God, you know, why does God do that to, ch you know, children or whatever the case may be? But you have to remember that God created a God out of a, a world and a universe out of love. 
the enemy came in and brought cancer, brought illness, disease, sickness, brought temptation, brought sin, which caused people to do crazy things. So um, let's listen to this story. I believe her name is Pamela, but let's go on. I was born the middle of three children. My father was never in my life. My aunt, cousin, and grandmother lived with my mother, my brother, my sister, and me. I grew up in a traumatizing household. I was sexually abused as a child. Growing up, I remember feeling like I had no hope. I didn't see a future and I didn't believe in education. Drug abuse and domestic violence were a normal part of my life. My mother's and my aunt's boyfriends beat them up often. I learned a very dysfunctional view of relationships. When I was eight years old, my aunt's boyfriend broke a beer bottle and cut her from the top of her eyebrow down to her chin. She received 300 stitches. I came home after my aunt was released from the hospital and she and the boyfriend were sitting on the sofa, drinking a beer and laughing as if nothing had happened. I thought, what is he still doing here? I was baffled with disbelief. When I was 14 years old, I witnessed my aunt's boyfriend at the time being shot and killed in our neighborhood by her former boyfriend. A couple of months later, my mother was raped, beaten, and left for dead by one of our neighbors. My mother had the strength to continue to scream while her rapist passed out on the bed after locking her in the closet. Another neighbor heard my mom scream and was able to rescue her, then run, run to our home to inform my 16-year-old brother. My brother ran to her and saw her bloody and naked. He started having a mental issue shortly after that. My brother was diagnosed with schizophrenia at the age of 18 years old. He has been living in a group home for the past 24 years. After the rape, my mom was hospitalized for three to four months. She was never the same after that day. She recovered physically, but she never fully recovered from the emotional trauma. I was very smart in school, but I was an angry child and a violent person. I was physically, physically violent and enjoyed fighting anyone. 
I was involved in street gangs by the time I was 16 years old. I was a high school dropout, a teenage mom, and a daily freebasing cocaine addict. I got high with my mom, my aunt, and my grandmother. And I bought my drugs from my father. My first child was born positive for marijuana. Four years later, I got pregnant with my second child. By that time, I was smoking crack cocaine every day. She was born positive for cocaine. I was court-ordered to go into substance abuse treatment, but I continued to use drugs, and I had figured out a system. A year later, when I was pregnant with my third child, I went into substance abuse treatment again right before my son was born. At birth, my son tested negative for any substances but social services still took custody of him shortly after birth. I saw my son the day he was born, and then I didn't see him again until six months later, the Department of Children and Family Services took custody of my second child when she was 18 months old. Hmm. I continued to use drugs. My turning point was at the age of 22 when I was seven and a half months pregnant with my fourth child. I was tired of the life I was living. I even tried committing suicide to escape from my life. I had been up for days. It was 3 a.m. and I said, Everybody can't be living like this. God, help me. I went into treatment for the sixth time the following day, July 14th, 1994. And I haven't not found a reason to use any drugs since then. Amen, sister. Amen. It was hard because everybody I knew was using drugs. I didn't know what to do, but I knew I didn't want to use drugs anymore and I needed to change my lifestyle. I gave birth to my fourth child while I was in treatment. When my son was just two weeks old, we went to live in a homeless shelter. I started going to NA meetings every day for 18 months. I thought about using drugs to get high. I had been using since I was 12 years old. It was challenging and difficult in the beginning for me to learn how to stop using drugs. When I was really struggling, I would pray, God, take my will, my life, and show me how to live today. I got custody of my other children and moved out of the homeless shelter into my first apartment 
with all four of my children. The oldest was five years old. I was trying to change from the inside out. I got my GED and started working for $5.25 an hour. Because I started working, they cut back on my food stamps and raised what I had to pay in for Section 8 housing. It was like I was being punished for working and I was feeling like I was being set up to fail. God put a beautiful woman in my life to help me, my sponsor in Narcotics Anonymous is an ordained minister who has sponsored me for the past 17 years. She taught me how to treat men, how to be a lady. I know she wants the best for me. The women in my life have been productive members of society enjoying life without drugs, working and obtaining an education. They have encouraged me to figure out my goals in life. I went back to school because I had to. There was no way I was going to survive and provide for my children without an education. The woman gave me hope and courage that I could do it. My sponsor encouraged me when I feel like giving up. She's one of my biggest cheerleaders. She won't let me give up. I worked third shift midnight to 8 a.m. at a drug facility and I enrolled in college to earn my associate's degree. I started from the bottom up. When I got off work, I would take the kids to daycare or school. Then I went to school from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. I'd go home from school, spend time with my children, prepare dinner for them, and get three or four hours of sleep before going back to work. There also were evenings I attended my NA meetings so I could stay clean from drugs. This was my daily routine for years. It took me five years to earn my two-year associate's degree. Then I earned a bachelor degree in behavioral science, amen. I bought my first home when I was 29, amen. <coughs> Excuse me. I became a certified counselor. And the first 15 years of my career, I worked as a counselor with women experiencing addiction and mental health issues. I'm so just blown away by her story. I'm just, uh. 
I graduated with my master's degree in human service counseling in 2005. I became licensed as a mental health therapist and drug abuse counselor. I opened my own practice in 2011, amen. In 2009, I adopted my cousin's daughter. I wasn't sure if I'd be approved because, because in 1992, I had been convicted of two counts of child abuse and neglect related to my second and third child. The Department of Children and Family Services told me I could never have anything to do with children after that. So I didn't think I would be able to adopt my cousin's daughter, but the court could not find record of any of the child abuse or my charges from 1992. And the adoption went through, praise God. I believed that God intervened, yes, so that I could adopt her. She's my daughter. She's been part of my life since I took her home from the hospital at just four days old. In 2009, I went back to get my doctorate in psychology. Dang. I had completed my dissertation, but because I had reached my time limit, I could not graduate with my PhD. They converted my PhD into a master's degree of psychology. I was devastated but determined that I would never give up on my goals or dreams. I know if I do, I will be giving up on myself and I thought I would never stop using drugs. It's one of the hardest things that I ever had to do. I told myself, if I can stop smoking crack, I can do anything or be anything. I chose to be with God's help. I was determined to get my PhD, so I enrolled in another doctoral program within two months. At this moment, I need to write my dissertation. Then I will be finished. Only God could transform this 16-year-old high school dropout, single mom, free-basing cocaine addict into a mother of five successful, healthy, drug-free children and a professional with my own home, my own private practice, two master's degree, and just months away from earning a PhD. Five years after a judge locked me up in jail and took my children from me, I sat on a board with that same judge And we opened a woman's recovery house. Sorry. This is part of who I am, too. I'm emotional. Sorry. I do a lot of community work. Amen. I am an advocate for women. I am a Christian. I go to church. 
and I participate in Bible studies. God has blessed me with good children that did not travel the path that I did. My children are now 32, 28, 27, 26, and 15 years old, and they are all doing well. God helped me get clean. He gave me my children back and taught me how to be a mother. God put the recovery community into my life, like my sponsor and other women who taught me how to be a mother, friend, and neighbor. God chose me to be a member of a self-help program, and with God's help, I made it through going to school while working full-time and raising five kids. People ask me how I did it all. I tell them that it was God's strength, the 12-step program, and like-minded, courageous women and my children needing their mother. That's what gave me the ability to do that. The relationship that I currently have with God is different than when I was younger. I was raised thinking that God was a punishment to God. Same here. Same here. I felt like if there was a God, then why did I have to go through what I went through? I didn't come from a household of love and I didn't understand God's love for me. I didn't like God and blamed him until I got clean. When I started working the steps, 12 step program, I realized that God had been with me all along and had been protecting me in so many ways. Now, I'm not just surviving. I am living. I am healthy. I am happy. God has given me a new way to live life. Amen, amen, amen. Wow, wow, wow. What a beautiful testimony. What a beautiful, refreshing, honest, vulnerable testimony. I don't want to hear anyone complain. Do you hear what this lady went through? Whatever it is that you're going through, whatever it is that you are wanting God to hear you and help you, I can speak from my own uh, addiction recovery from alcohol, but I was an, uh, an alcoholic. And I don't want to hear that we can't do anything. She did it all and look at her life. God has blessed her with God. I loved reading that story, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed that story. I feel like that one really hit home for me. Um, it resonated with me and I felt her pain 
I just felt her pain. I don't know who she is. But a new way to live is her is her uh, is her title of her story. <laughs> Unbelievable. And this is why I started this program. And this is why I wanted to do this. Because I want to share with you guys the stories that I know. The knowledge that I have in my heart to share with all of you is all that I want to do. Is all that I want to do is be of service to anyone who needs it. You know, we have so many beautiful other podcasts here on Palma Talk. And I have to say, before I did my podcast, there was an interview from my new friend, <laughs> Sylvia, at New Friends Podcast, where you can find her show on our um, app. I believe she's she has new episodes on Tuesdays. But you can always check online and see the times. But she did an interview with a lady named... Angela Brito Baldwin and it was a fascinating interview I loved the chemistry I loved um, the vulnerability I loved that interview if you guys have not yet listened to New Friends podcast, the interview with Angela Brito. I found it on YouTube, so I don't know if it's the same one that's on Palma Talk, but um, it's on YouTube at New Friends Podcast on YouTube. Go subscribe to her channel. Go watch that interview. It was so revealing and so well done. Congratulations, ladies. That was, you guys had me in it for the whole hour and I think it was 40 minutes. It was very engaging the entire time. It went by super quick. So, um, thank you guys for being here with me tonight. Thank you guys for supporting me and walking on this journey with me. Um, and here at Palma, we are all inclusive. We love everybody. Well, we love most people, most everybody. Um, and uh, we are a um, we are a great team. Portuguese Corner, another great show. New friends, like I said. It's called Culture, also very funny. The Late Show. I mean, you guys have so many choices. Um, and if you find what you like to hear, share with your friends. Tell them about our app. Tell them about our... Because we have some pretty dope music on our futurist, futuristic channel. Um, 
I love the EDM type music that that's there. I also like to put Palma One on when I'm cleaning the house or Palma Classics on when I'm cleaning the house. So if you guys clean the house to Portuguese music, Palma is your app. Um, so anyways, um, I hope you guys have a beautiful, beautiful weekend. Enjoy your time like this, this lady who came from all of that hardship and has now superseded her expectations of what she thought her life was. Story kind of reminded me, if you guys haven't seen The Color Purple yet, go watch that movie. It's such a beautiful movie. Um, I loved it. I give it five stars. It was incredible. But same situation, you know, we can get ourselves up and out with God's help. We just have to ask him. I mean, let's be real, guys. People get all weird when people talk about God. Why? Why do people still get weird when we talk about God? We are living in 2024 where everything should be accepted and known. And if you believe in a higher power, that is something that you believe is greater than you are, right? That's that's all included in that. Um, God loves us so much that, of course, he wants to get us out of a life that looked like her life, a life of addiction. You know, <clears throat> I'm sure she struggled with um, promiscuity because when you are a victim of sexual abuse, you know, one of the things is um, you might be super um, curious or promiscuous, um, all stemming from trauma from sexual abuse, which I can talk about that a different day. I don't know if I'm ready for that, but maybe one day we can talk about that. But um, I can tell you that I was in the depths of addiction and I was in darkness, definitely in darkness. Um, and God helped me out too. And so it's like he does it for people and then he wants us. It is our job if God has done something for you in your life. It is our job to tell others about him. Share the good news with your friends, with your families. If you go into a store, whatever store, goodbye, God bless. I don't care if they don't say it back. I don't care if they get offended. I said what I said. I stand by what I say. And that goes for everything that I say. I stand by. If I have said something to offend you, if I have said something uh, to ever, uh, you know, I would love, uh, I stand by everything I say. And um, I admit to things that I've said. And 
you know, sometimes when people are crazy and they create these crazy stories in their mind, they start to believe their own lies. But I don't want to get sidetracked from that nonsense. But what I want to say is have a blessed, beautiful, uh, a weekend filled with hope, a weekend filled with rest and peace and God. And even if you don't go to church, there are so many options online now. You don't even have to leave your house. You can just... I watch Father Dave in New Jersey. We watch Father Dave in New Jersey. And I watch other priests as well. Or pastors. Because I am born and raised Catholic. And will die Catholic. But I do believe in other religions as well. I believe that we have one God. And that man created religion. Right? Um... But let's not get into that. Let's leave that for Nelson's show. <laughs> the politics and the controversy. <laughs> you guys, so many exciting things is happening for Pama. You need to get on board now. Get on board now because you're not going to believe the announcement that is coming up on February 1st. Set your timers for February 1st for Palma Media announcement. Put it in your calendar. Put it in your books. Whatever you need to do. Because what he's going to say, mind blown. Mind blown. Literally mind blown. But it's top secret. But you guys are going to love it. And hopefully you guys will be a huge part of it. Especially my Faith Ignited listeners. Um, I love you all, even though I don't know you, but I do love you all. Very much sending out love and best wishes. Seriously, guys. Sending out love vibes. All love vibes. If you aren't in the love vibes mode, then we can't be friends. I'm <laughs> just kidding. But uh, anyway, guys, I love you. Good night. God bless. We'll see you next week. <laughs>